This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Tell me more. Don't worry about having the fear of missing out or FOMO, as we call it. Uh, Holly's got a couple stories for us that show celebrities just, you know, whatever. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the third hour of the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm the Bradley. That's the Holly. Colleen will be back with us next week. What's this FOMO business? What celebrities are we talking about? Oh, Bradley, we're talking about two celebrities who have been working in Hollywood for decades and have clearly reached the bleep it point in their careers because they're just getting blunt. They're getting honest. They're speaking their truth to the press. That would be Michael Keaton and Brad Pitt. Oh, okay. Michael Keaton, Brad Pitt. Yes. They just don't care. They just don't care. like, whatever. They're just like, I don't care. I don't care. Now, I will say that my opinion on Brad Pitt and Michael Keaton, well, I, I like both of them as actors, but clearly they are elder statement, statesmen of Hollywood. They've yeah, been around for, sure. for decades. They have been decorated with awards, although Michael Keaton still doesn't have an Oscar. That is quite the shame. Uh, but they both have been making headlines in the past couple of days for their very bleep it attitudes. And I just wanted to celebrate it because it was very charming and I'm here for it. Michael Keaton made headlines the other day, Bradley, by saying he's never finished a Marvel or DC movie. Now, that might be shocking because Michael Keaton, of course, DC's Batman, also starred in Spider-Man Homecoming. Now, the reason he said this, Bradley, is because he has other bleep to do. Oh, he's just, I can't be bothered. I'm so busy. I got other stuff to do. I don't have to watch other movies. Yeah. He's like, I don't have time to watch these movies. I got other bleep to do with my life. I mean, it's understandable. Yeah. That also seems like he's trying to make a point. Yeah. Well, you know, he's just a busy guy in the go. Now, when asked by Variety why he decided to join the DC Universe... Uh, He said it seems like fun to be a part of the superhero franchise again because he is returning as Batman in the upcoming DC Universe movie, The Flash. Which, oh God, that's going to be awkward. It's a multiverse situation. Yeah. Yeah. So like they just show up in another time and space with a... Like the Michael Keaton Batman as if he's always been there. Yeah. And then it's going to mix up with the Ben Affleck Batman because it's a multiverse. Oh, God. So So, it's going to be like, wait, are you? Wait, are you? Just like they did with the Spider-Mens. Yeah. With the Spider-Mens in uh, the Spider-Verse movie, which is the best Spider-Man movie, by the way. Oh, really? The animated one. It is wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Enter the Spider-Verse. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has done this. You know, Michael Keaton, he's just like, yeah, I don't know. It sounded like fun, but you think I'm going to be watching all these movies? No, I don't have time for this. I do love Michael <laughs> Keaton's Batman. So, yes, yes. I'm here for that. Yes, Batman Returns is my favorite. Okay, so uh, Michael Keaton doesn't give a crap. No. Nope. He doesn't have time to watch all these movies. He's like, I Ditto. don't have the time to Ditto. watch these movies. Same. Yes, same cosine. Now, another celebrity who just doesn't have time for anything anymore, and he's just going to be living his life as Brad Pitt. Now, he's out and about doing press, Bradley, 
for Bullet Train, which is going to be in theaters this Friday. Like you said earlier in the show, perhaps our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes will be giving us the 411. Yeah, because I'm curious. I keep hearing about Bullet Train, but I don't. I feel like I'm getting mixed messages. Yeah, the reviews are out. It had its Los Angeles premiere last night. Uh, it seems like some people like it, some people don't, which is mixed messaging. But Brad Pitt Bradley is talking about an outfit that he wore to the German premiere of Bullet Train. Oh, was that the skirt? That was the skirt a couple of weeks ago. Okay, so he's talking about the skirt. Yeah, yeah. He made headlines for his sartorial choices of a skirt, a blazer, and some combat boots. You know, at the time, he said it was hot because, you know, it's been hot this summer. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a skirt or was it like a kilt? Was it a man skirt? Was it just like off the rack from pennies? I mean, like what kind of skirt? What, what's he saying about it? Well, he was asked on the red carpet last night, Bradley, for Bullet Train. Well, what the heck was going on with your outfit? Why did you decide to wear that linen skirt to the premiere of Bullet Train in Germany? Well, here's what Brad Pitt had to say. He said, I don't know. We're all going to die. So let's mess it up. That is such a weird response to like, why did you wear the skirt? We're all going to die. So let's wear mess a skirt. It up. Okay. I mean, sure. Like, I'm not opposed if, if, if wearing a skirt. I just, for some reason, like, a skirt seems really uncomfortable. As somebody who has worn a skirt, uh, uh, I would imagine many times, Holly, mm-hmm. are skirts like super comfy? Well, I actually, Bradley, really don't like skirts. Okay. Tell me why. Uh, because they're restrictive in ways that oh. you think would be flowy, but then you have to think about your business. I was going to say, because it could just be like a stiff wind. Yeah, a stiff wind and a slight breeze are your worst enemies when you're wearing a skirt. But that's my own personal preference, is that I'm very self-conscious when I'm wearing skirts. I much prefer pants, but I understand the ventilation factor if it's really hot. Yeah. Like sometimes... Well, I'm sure it feels nice to have yeah. a little breeze up there. But you know what? Brad Pitt just doesn't give a bleep yeah. anymore. Well, he's at that stage in his career, frankly, uh, where he's, you know, acting like he's like the elder statesman of celebrity. Yeah. And to a certain extent, he is. I mean, he's at a point in his career where he's like, he gets to make the films he wants to make. He gets to, you know, produce or direct films that he wants to be a part of or, you know, bankroll, whatever, um, influence, like, sit on the sidelines of i mean it is it is a unique place for both of these men to be in in their careers like would it would that it were we all had the opportunity to sort of make carefree choices the likes of these two right you know and i'm glad that you said that bradley because it's like well brad pitt and michael keaton are definitely at a point in their careers where uh, the press and popular culture gives them this leverage about being carefree. And if, if yeah. somebody up and coming said that they didn't watch any DC movies and they were cast in one of them because they just didn't have the time to do it. Yeah. Oof, boy, the yeah, internet. Like a lot of people don't have the luxury yeah. of that experience. But I'm living vicariously through bad Brad Pitt and Michael Keaton in these right. quotes. I'm like, you know what? Great. All right. I can't. I await to be delighted. Life is too short. Wear the damn skirt and don't watch the DC movies if you don't want to. Ain't that the truth? Look, just do you. I'm all here for that. But also be mind, you know, be mindful of uh, being in community. But quite frankly, do what you need to do. Who cares? Wear what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. I'm loving it. Thank you, Holly. Thank you. You know, um, when we come back, I really want to tell you a story about the Chrisleys. You know, Chrisleys from Chrisley Knows Best. 
Todd Chrisley, Julie Chrisley. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, they, they were convicted yep. of some stuff. Serious. And are awaiting sentencing mm. uh, that could be rather significant. I'm going to tell you about that, but I want to tell you what they're saying in advance of that sentencing that's really going to make you wonder. We're going to be talking the Chrisleys when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Did you miss me, family? Does Chrisley know best? I mean, their best got them uh, convicted of some crimes, which we're going to talk about. But mostly I want to tell you what they are talking about in the lead up to sentencing. Uh, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Robertson. Oh, look, just before being sentenced for a variety of crimes they've been convicted of, the Chrisleys are talking about how different people they are now and full of faith and their love for all sorts of happy things. Hmm. Isn't that convenient? As the church lady used to say. After being convicted, what were they convicted of? Tax evasion? Tax oh, fraud? so many things. Oh. Okay, um, so the reason we're talking tax evasion and fraud, bank fraud, uh, among the things they were found guilty of, that's Todd Chrisley and his wife, Julie Chrisley. Um, it is Julie Chrisley, right? I always get it confused. Judy, Julie, I think it's Julie. Anyway, uh, the Chrisleys. And uh, I, I, this story came across my transom, Holly, yesterday, virtual transom, mm-hmm. from page six. Todd Chrisley says, I became a slave to money as my net worth increased. Oh, man, you get one of these. Jeez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he, he talked about, now they have a podcast. It's called Chrisley Confessions. Aptly named, I would say, although... They could have done this a little sooner before they went to trial and confessed to their crimes. But their podcast, Chrisley Confessions, is it's it's I'm fascinated by this. So this couple, of course, they have Chrisley Knows Best, this like highly successful, super, super successful reality show. Right. People love this family, which I will admit, Bradley, the whole phenomenon of the Chrisleys baffled me because I was like, who are these people and why do we care but about them? there is them? like an empire built around these people. Uh, yeah. And that is partly perhaps what led to their downfall, the ego involved to maintain such an empire. But we can talk about that uh, as we continue. What I will say is that right now they're talking on Chrisley Confessions about how, you know, things are just so much different now that all these troubles have happened in their life and they they see the light and Todd realizes that he put his net worth above his self-worth. I know. And I'm like, you know, good. I'm glad you're seeing the light, honey. But, you know. Carol Ann. Carol Ann. <laughs> head to the light. You should have seen the light before you did all the crimes. But what I will say is, like, even though in this podcast it's him and his wife, and I listened to the whole hour. Oh, I listened Bradley. to the whole hour and it's so fascinating Bradley tell me more I just I have so many opinions and I don't have enough time to share but what I wanted to say about this particular episode of their podcast you know he really talks about this whole like I put my net worth worth above my self-worth I've done it my whole life blah 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 but he never like then says and it led me down the road where I literally kept 
millions from the government lied, cheated, and stole, and that I ended up in a place where I was doing things that I wasn't proud of. No, 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 no. No. In fact, if you listen to the whole episode and if you listen to the words that they've said, they don't take responsibility for their actions. They don't take responsibility for the crimes that they were convicted of. They believe that this is one big uh, um, con job that was masterminded by a guy who was also um, implicated in their crimes, who used to be their former business partner, who also, by the way, claims that he had a years-long affair with Todd and that they had to pay somebody $38,000 to keep their mouth shut about the affair. So, like, there's a lot of juicy drama here, and these two are not owning any part of it. What? You look like you're thinking. I'm thinking, Bradley, because of all the things you just said about the Chrisleys, and they're absolving themselves from any responsibility for their actions whatsoever. They're not owning any of it. No, like, it's weird, though. Like, he's owning being like, I was drawn to the money, and I wanted all the money, and I wanted to, you know, have nice things, and I didn't put Jesus at the center of my life. Like, he's saying some, like, thoughtful things about, like, putting other things above your faith and to them, their faith is very important. Like they, I mean, it's almost like a borderline ministry. If you listen to these two or watch the show, like they have a very strong faith that they talk about, but like the, but to me, I'm like, okay, so you got, if are we, are you being (laughs) honest? Because you were literally convicted of like insane tax fraud not just like i didn't know what i was doing or i i got too busy to pay the bills i didn't put that extra zero on my return it was literally like we we changed we fudged numbers we uh manipulated things we hid you know money we like went above it like there's no ownership of that there's no responsibility taking for that so it's a little hard to believe somebody when they try to throw themselves at the mercy of you know their faith when they're not really owning anything or taking responsibility for it, it's kind of like this weird, um, like dance that they're doing where they want to seem repentant, but I don't hear them actually repenting for anything. And in fact, in this podcast episode where the Chrisleys are talking about all of the, and I don't deny that they're going through a lot right now, but they, they like talk about the darkness, uh, that's creeping into their life. In, in the form of this guy who allegedly, supposedly was the reason for their downfall. Like, instead of talking about their own part in it, they just kind of seem like they were under attack by evil forces. Mm. Nice try, Todd Chrisley, but I'm not buying it. But clearly, you're sending out this message that you want certain people to think a certain way about you. And that you're hoping that you can get through this tough time. I don't know why I'm talking like well, this. Well, because of his voice, by the way, they are like, so de- as a person who lived in the South, they are so delightfully Southern and they just sound like a lot of people I know. Um, the, they're trying to salvage their public facing uh, personas. Well, like the fact that you're trying to act like, you know, I'm full of faith and everything's happy and I'm doing all the right things. Five seconds before a judge is looking down on you and deciding how long you're going to go away for. And by the way, they're looking at up to 30 years behind bars. Woof. I mean, this is no small thing. Woof. They are cl- currently under house arrest, although uh, Julie was able to take her daughter to like tutor. She kept saying, I take my daughter to tutor. And I was like, 
She's taking her daughter to toot. What? What? But, She's um, taking her to the Henry VIII's castle. <laughs> okay, cute. But but um, I'm like, can you do that on house arrest? Anyway, they're on house arrest until they get sentenced. Oof. Like it 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 just seems a little too rich that somebody would you know find. Again, they've had a faith life. I'm not saying it's like they just discovered Jesus or something, but like it it just surprises me that they're like trying to play on people's you know, faith, sympathy, and mercy without actually taking any accountability or responsibility for the actions right. well, that led them to the place they currently are in. Or that if they talk about this situation and contextualize it in a faith conversation, that somehow where it really counts for them that they will be absolved for their behavior. Meanwhile, the justice system over here is a completely different set of ethics and values. And, you know, yeah. things might happen Although over not here. not far apart because, yeah. you know, like... I don't, I don't think, you know, their God wants people to steal. Yeah, I feel like that was written somewhere. Yeah, that's basically, I think, on what a, our like laws a, were like, based on. Yeah, but. on a tablet. <sighs> I, and, and also, it just, so like, he also, he's talking about his marriage, and I'm like, y'all, I just, I feel like there's a lot of lying going on, and nobody's being honest as much as they should be, and y'all need to start getting honest because... Uh, the judge about to show up and send you guys away for decades. Ugh. And that means time uh, that you guys are apart and not with your family. I don't know. Oof. If uh, you're fascinated by that family's drama, feel free. Tune in because it's not going away anytime soon. When we come back, crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things right here on My Talk 1071. Dumb people doing dumb things. A lot of times in a state we like to call Florida. Well, a lot of people like to call it Florida, but um, we like to tell you about the stories. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. And let's get right to those idiots. <laughs> so well, then, stupid. I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. And sometimes other places like Florida. Yay. Yay. What's going on in Florida? We're going to Pasco County, Florida. Don't know if you're familiar with that part of the state, Bradley, but that is our CSI destination today. Pasco County. Uh, You haven't gone to Pasco County? Nope. Oh. Yeah, well, you know what? Um, where did my... This is the wrong story. What do you mean it's the wrong story? Well, because I wanted to tell you about a fella in a tree. Okay. But this isn't the story about a fella in a tree. Well, but I can tell. Tree. But I can tell you about this story. I just, you know, mistaken identity. It's okay, a little, it happens. Yeah, a little yikes. Uh, well, in Pas- Pasco County, Florida, um, there was a little mix-up. Between Jennifer Michelle and some unexpected guests. Okay, okay, who, who, Michelle. Yeah, but Jennifer Michelle didn't expect to receive a doorbell on Thursday, Ding bong. showing two deputies and a locksmith at her front store at her front door. Oh, okay. That's they were a drilling weird. through her lock. Oh my God! While she was home, and Bradley, That's she scary. was being served an eviction. But it was the wrong house. Oh, no. Oh. 
She's yeah. being evicted from her house, and it was the wrong house. Yeah, because okay, she was fine really, in her house. That would really not be good. Yeah, she said that they were serving an eviction, she said, which is news to me because I don't rent. But they said that it was posted last week. So there was a little mix-up with the paperwork. Now, a spokesperson with the Pasco County Sheriff's Office said they're investigating the incident to find out how the mistake was made. But a rude awakening if someone came up to your door and they started drilling away at your front door lock. Oh God, that would be terrifying. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. I would be. I would call 911. Yeah, and then you'd realize, oh, wait, but 911 is already here. They're at your door, ma'am! Ah! What?! The call yeah. is coming from inside the house. Mm-hmm. Oof. Oh, man. Yeah. All so right, so what happened? Did they get in trouble? Well, Did she get a check in the I, mail? You know, I think that they're trying to figure out what the heck was happening. But, you know, uh, Jennifer Michelle was laughing it off. She said, you know, <laughs> ah, yeah, she because, you know, she did uh, share it on the old TikTok and her experience went viral. Oh, everything is on the TikTok Yeah, racking days. up over a million views. So I need to get on that thing. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I feel like I was <sighs> on it when it was musically. It was this music app. It was kind of like you lip sync to songs. And, then and you had turned, to do them dances. Yeah, and then it turned to TikTok. And now everybody's on TikTok. And that's where people are getting their news or information. So, yeah, we should probably do that. We should start putting that. our information on TikTok. I mean, we should. Well, actually, my Talk 1071 has a TikTok account. You should be following okay, it. Hannah does a wonderful to... job of being our social media manager over there. I don't know there. if I'm following us on it. Are you? there. Yeah. I'll see you in the break. Okay. I great. think I am. All right. You should. Uh, okay. That was in Pasco County. Yeah. In Florida. Uh, can we go clear across the country? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I want to take you to San Francisco or at least near San Fran mm-hmm. uh, or Frisco. I think the locals call it. Nobody calls <laughs> Nobody it Frisco. Nobody calls it Frisco. Uh, but I do. And it's because um, it's, I just like Frisco. It sounds like a sandwich at Wendy's. Yeah. It was the Frisco Burger. Hardee's. Oh, is it Hardee's that yes. has the Frisco Burger? Had the sourdough buns. Ooh, crunch, crunch. By the way, sourdough in San Francisco is a lie. <laughs> sourdough has existed for centuries. <laughs> it's not the, the San Egyptians Francisco had sourdough. It's a whole thing. We'll talk about it another day. But we're right. in near San Francisco areas to tell you about a guy. A guy who tried to make a run from the police. Mm-hmm. His name is Josh Smoke. Oh, he was trying to smoke the police. Oh, he's 41 years young. Uh, So apparently cops got several reports that there was some idiot. um, Literally, it says some idiot driving an SUV recklessly in a parking lot near San Francisco. That's actually San Rafael, which is like uh, some miles north. Yeah, it's close by. I bought underwear there once. You bought underwear in San Rafael? Mm -hmm. Was it nice undies? I don't remember. Like party panties or like business I mean, I think it was a pair Grundies. of emergency Grundies, but that's a story emergency for another. <laughs> that's a story for La- another time. <laughs> about emergency Grundies in San Rafael. Yeah. Uh, but back to Josh Smoke. I don't. There were no undies in this story, although I'm sure he was wearing a pair. Um, meanwhile, he was driving an SUV recklessly in a parking lot. So the police were called. When they showed up, though, they realized that they had a warrant uh, for his arrest already. So they were like, all right, we're arresting this dude. But before they could, he fled the scene. (laughs) But wait, there's more. It's how he fled the scene that earned this story, crazy, stupid, idiot status. Would you Mm -hmm. like to guess how one Josh Smoke fled 
from police in San Rafael. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Josh stole a children's Huffy bicycle and proceeded to try to get away from police, but the bike was too small and he tipped over like laughing. Uh, I love the guy that. on the trike. I like that idea, yeah. but no, that has oh, nothing okay. to do with the story. Okay. <sighs> no, in fact, it was the means of travel, not a Huffy. It was, it was an aquatic. Uh, travel situation. He rode a dolphin? No, he did not ride a <laughs> he dolphin. He didn't ride a dolphin? No, but he did try to oh ride something gosh. in the water. <laughs> That's my bad dolphin impression. Um, No, he fled on a paddleboard. Oh, honey, you're not going to go fast on that. So he ditched his SUV, <laughs> dove into a nearby canal, stole someone's stand-up paddleboard, board, and started paddling away. Only problem. Yeah, you're not going to go fast on a paddleboard. Cops saw him do all of this and were like, we can see you. And they waited uh, about, he made it about two blocks, got out of the creek, and cops were like, you're arrested. Ha 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 So he's now facing charges for all sorts of stuff, including, but not limited to, stealing that paddleboard to get away. Oh, you know, it's always a, a, a wonder that... People are crazy, stupid idiots, and then they just add on to the crazy, stupid idiotness. Yeah. Like, it wasn't enough to do the stealing, it's, and then you had to do the paddleboard, and now you're charged with the paddleboard stuff. Exactly, exactly. Oh, boy. Yeah. There must just be something innate in humans to make them, like, run, despite the fact that they understand, like, like they they have to be able to do the logic puzzle, which is, like, I am going to run away, but they will catch me at some point. Like, that just must be a thing built into our brains to make us run, despite the fact that we know we're not getting away. Yeah, a little adrenaline. Also, we can call this the Wayne Gretzky theory of CSI. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. True. So you might as well try, because you know you're going to get caught anyways, and there's that one. You can't win if you don't play the game. Exactly. All right. Crazy, stupid, idiot game. Oh, I found my story, Bradley. Okay, where are we going back Uh, to? We're going to Idaho. Idaho? Yes. Idaho. We got to catch up with a 58-year-old man who was in Idaho. Um, And according to the Idaho County Sheriff's Office, while on routine patrol, a deputy stopped a vehicle for a traffic violation. No big deal, right? This vehicle was being driven by this 58-year-old man. Now, um, apparently, the driver that was pulled over, when he was pulled over, got out of the vehicle, which is a no-no. Okay. But... uh, the driver decided to walk towards a river bank where he tried to throw something into the river. Okay? Okay. Now, Brad, I want you to try to guess what this guy threw into the river. What did he throw into the river? His lunch. Pulled over by cops. No, not his lunch. And was like, oh, I better get oh, out of here. I bet it was something hot. Well. Like a TV. Eh. He had stolen a TV, wanted to get rid of the evidence. Not quite a TV. Uh, Bradley, it was drugs. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was my next guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was... Uh, some weed, um, some horse, some crank. It was actually, I believe it was methamphetamine, mm. in a Tupperware bin. A little, you know, wanted to keep it airtight, didn't want it to spoil. But here's the problem, Bradley. Ice? Yeah. Is that what I'm they... looking at slang for a meth. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about drugs. Oh, uh, how do you do, fellow kids? Yeah. <laughs> Is that ice on you? Um, no, well, this guy had a, a container 
a Tupperware container with a half ounce of meth in it. And so he was like, go meth be gone. There's a problem with that scenario. Well, the problem that this guy is facing is that he threw the meth in the Tupperware away from the vehicle. But the problem is, is that the meth, he tried to get it into the river, but he had poor aim because the meth bounced off of a tree and didn't go into the water. Well, also, even if it had (laughs) gone into the water, it's in Tupperware. It's going to (laughs) float. Yeah. Like they'll just see the Tupperware. Yeah. So, oops. You should have shoved it in your keister like every other criminal does. I mean, nature's pocket. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brian, they'll never find it down there. Brian didn't utilize his nature's pocket, even when he. I mean, it's like you know, real quick. <laughs> what was that? That was a <laughs> trying to stuff it in your keister. Yeah, quick when you're pulled over, you're like, oh, who stole the, the keister? keister. <laughs> um, he was arrested for possession of methamphetamine, attempted destruction of evidence, driver in oh possession of an God. open container of alcohol. Hall, resisting and obstructing an officer in possession you know, of paraphernalia. I, look, I am not one to defend uh, blazing <laughs> drug criminals, brazen. I think blazing is probably appropriate depending on the drug, but brazen drug criminals. Mm-hmm. However, I do feel like, you know, the drugs were the crime. So like all the adding on business, yeah. it just seems extra to me. But he wasn't even pulled over for the drugs now, perhaps. And it doesn't say that he was charged with a DUI. It does say he was charged with possession of an open container of alcohol. So the CSI, if this guy had kept his cool, mm, you I know, see. He would have gotten away yeah, with it. But, you know, if it wasn't for him getting out of his car and... Ah, be gone! And then, oops, bad aim. There yeah. it goes. It just bounces right back. <laughs> well, maybe that you know was an opportunity for him to, you know, like Todd Chrisley and his wife, a chance to like you know stop, think about what you did, and then not take ownership of it and pretend like uh, you're just a victim. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, that's a totally different story. Thank you. Hey, Holly, thank you so much for your crazy, stupid idiots. They were very crazy. Yeah, thank you. When we come back, do we have a friend by the name of Rocco showing up to play the throwback live? We sure do. All right, let's play a game. When we come back right here on My Talk 107 Win.